I need to grow my account faster. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Hugh. How's it going? Hey, good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a question from a trader and he was, he was working on his back testing and he was like, how many trades should I get in a certain amount of time? Right. Mm. Cause he was doing daily trades. And so one of the things I think like, I don't I know, I get a lot of people, like when I post videos on YouTube and stuff, people will say things like, Oh yeah, but you only had one trade in the last six months. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, it was like one pair, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's something that I feel like is misunderstood. The relationship between how frequently you trade and the trading system, it really depends on how many markets you're following. But more than that, um, you have to actually have the data for those. So I'll give you an example. Like I used to trade a lot of reversals uh, back, you know, before I wrote the Naked Forks book, I was mostly doing reversals, right? Mm -hmm. And I was trading a lot of... Um, dailies, a lot of daily charts before I moved to eight hour and 12 hour and stuff. One of the things I realized was that I thought in my mind that these are simple strategies. They work across the board. And to some degree, that's true. But actually, things like daily kangaroo tails, reversal kangaroo tails on mm -hmm. the yen didn't work. <laughs> and um, of the big shadow of my friend, um, uh, Colin, you know, he was, he texted me or emailed me or whatever years ago. And he was like, dude, I've been trading the Canadian dollar and the big shadows have been wiping me out this year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that was just kind of like a yearly, like an aberration, like, you know, over the year, I just want to talk a little bit about the relationship between the number of trades, how the frequency of trading a system and your back testing, because sometimes people will go, well, I back tested these kangaroo tails on the Euro daily. So I'm going to trade it on the Euro pound, the pound yen, <laughs> yeah. the you know, the, the New Zealand CAD and so forth. And you really need to get the data from the other markets, don't you? Like mm -hmm. you really do need that data. And you also need to realize that you can easily bump up the number of trades you take simply by adding more markets, mm -hmm. provided that, that, that it works on those markets, right? Yeah. So is there anything that you can, you know, add to that or, or your experience for in terms of back testing versus number of trades per, you know, per week, per month or whatever? Yeah, I mean... You know a lot more than I do, but uh, just from personal experience, it's like I just backtest until I feel that I'm confident that the strategy works and it doesn't necessarily have to hit a certain number. Um, because if you do like a, a daily chart or a weekly chart, it's going to be way less trades than like a one hour chart. Right. So for me, that's just what it is. But uh, maybe I mean, you, you obviously know more about this. So what, what do you say about like minimum number of trades? Well, see, the underlying question really is, is um it's it's a veiled question, isn't it? The, yeah. the, what they're saying is you're not. I'm not getting enough trades. What they're really saying is I need to grow my account faster. Mm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like that's. Okay. You, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I read that. Like when yeah. people say like that's not enough trades. So like when these people come in and they say things like, "Hey, you know, uh, that's really great that you have these kangaroo tails, but dude, you only have you know a certain number per week or per month or whatever." you know, that's not going to work for me. You know, mm -hmm. you, you need to trade the one hour charts or whatever. What they're really saying is I need to, you know, I need to increase my returns. That's what they're saying. They're, they're not, they're not really 
like they want action. And I understand that. I was the same way when I first started trading. Like I used to th- sit down and think, where's the market going? Instead of sitting down to look at and, and asking the question, is the market offering a trade? Like mm. now when I look at the charts, I just think, is there a trade or not? And usually the answer is no. Uh, but what I used to think was, well, I'm a trader. I have to sit down and know, I have to know where the market is going, right? So mm. I think there's a mind shift there as you, you know, as you get more experience. But I also think that you might w- want to look at other ways of increasing your returns. If, if yeah. that's what you're really asking, which I think is mostly the case, not always, but a lot of times that's what traders are saying. They're saying, I need to, I need to grow my account faster. This is going to take too long. What's going on here. I don't like this sort of thing. So, um, so, you know, money management is a way to do that. Changing your exits is a way to do that. So looking at risk and exits and how those interact with your equity curve is probably a much more fruitful area than trying to, you know, multiply the number of trades you take by, you know, trading the five minute charts or whatever. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. that's, you know what I mean? Like it rarely works. To lower. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, there's a lot of things working against you. We've talked about that in other podcasts, but yeah, so that's, those are kind of my thoughts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, I mean, some people could think also about like pyramiding, right? I, I used to trade this one thing where if it got close to the target, then I would have like three orders and then um, I'd have the alert on my phone and I wake up in the middle of the night, which was not good. But, you know, it, it did multiply the account. It's just that I couldn't handle the, the swings. But um, if you did that in a more measured way, then that's another way that you could make more money out of each trade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I, I used to do that, too. And I, and, and I wrote, wrote articles about that because it's it's the con- it's the opposite of what most people do. Yeah. Most people take more trades when the market goes against them because they think, oh, it's an even better deal now, right? Like mm-hmm. stock traders are famous for that, averaging down or dollar cost averaging, I think is what they call it. But where you just keep buying no matter what, assuming it's going to go up. It's kind of similar to the idea of, you know, you're, you're buying the euro, you think it's going to go up 300 pips and it falls 100 pips, so you buy some more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but most traders don't do the opposite where you, you keep stacking orders as it gets closer to your target. That's a great way to do that. You can automate that too, I used to do the same thing, get up in the middle of the night and have to manage it because it's scary when you have, let's say you have three lots on and then, you know, once it gets halfway to your target and then then you've added two more and then it gets a little bit more, you have two more and then two more, you know, and then before you know it, you got nine lots on, (laughs) on a trade where where it was, it was three lots. And then it's like, ah, so, you know, it it can get a bit scary like that, but, but it does, it can work too, you know, and you can, you can automate it. And there's all, there's lots of tools out there for that sort of thing. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. But yeah, so yeah, I think... Overall, I think this idea of I don't have enough trades could be related to where you're at as a trader, mm. you know, in your development. It could be really a veiled question of how do I increase my account size faster? And, and again, there are other ways to do that other than taking more trades. But I would definitely, if I were a new trader, I would definitely want to stay away from trading the lower time frames. To me, that's the, that's the, that is the tricky thing to do, to try and add you know, more trades by trading the lower, like the 15 minute charts or whatever to me is there's a lot working against you there. So I would, I would definitely steer clear from that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things like the rollover and 
you know, just the, yeah. the spread can uh, vary yeah. so much, all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, News, cool. All the, yeah, commissions, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Walter. See you. See ya. Yeah. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.